Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about the tools of the narcissist. I always talk about how you need to have red, you need to know the red flags. Half the battle is recognizing that you're dealing with a narcissist. Once you know that you're dealing with a narcissist, you should know how to handle that narcissist, which means that you have very little contact if you have to have contact at all, and you go no contact when possible because a narcissist is just going to keep drawing you back in and they're going to work on your emotions. So let's talk about the tools of the narcissist. You have to look at the stage of your relationship. In the beginning stages, the tool of the narcissist is charm, okay? They're going to be extremely nice. This is the love bombing stage. This is how they draw you in by going out of their way for you. Or another tool of the narcissist is they try to, you know, portray fake empathy. In other words, they'll tell you a sob story about their childhood. This is so that you feel bad for them so that when they break your boundaries, you let it go because you're saying, well, you know, they didn't know they had a rough childhood or they never got love and affection or, you know, their mother abandoned them or something like that. You let things go. So what they're doing is they're manipulating you. The tools of the narcissist are to manipulate you in order to get their way, okay? When you deal with a narcissist, you're never dealing with a straight shooter. You're never dealing with a transparent person. You're dealing with somebody who's a conniver. You're dealing with somebody who's a con, a con artist, all right? And they're using these tools to manipulate you. So again, the tools in the beginning is love bombing. In other words, showing you a lot of affection, maybe giving you really good sex or something like that so that you're like addicted to them, you're thirsty for them, you're lusting for them. These are the tools in the beginning of the narcissist. And especially if you're dealing with a narcissist who doesn't have money, they're going to really have to pour on that charm because they don't have anything else to offer you except to make you feel good, okay? Now, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you know, that may have a little bit of money or they use money to draw you in, a lot of times they'll use money. In other words, they'll buy you gifts or they'll, you know, do really nice things for you. They'll go out of their way for you in the beginning. This is what confuses people. This is the cognitive dissonance, how that narcissist was in the beginning. They'll do really nice things for you. Like they may offer to buy you things. Um, they may offer to go out of their way. They may be exceptionally nice to your children. And this is going to make you feel bad. This is, this is more manipulation. This is all to get the bigger pie later on. And when people put their hand in their pocket and they're spending money on you, 
you know, and you're dealing with a narcissist, it's because they're after something big, okay? They really want to lock it down because you have a big supply that they want. And that's usually financial or a place to live, okay? So these are the tools of the narcissist in the beginning. The other tool is they show you a lot of attention. You think you've got a real one. They're consistent with it in the beginning. This is how, you know, this is one of the tools that they use for manipulation is to be very consistent. They're calling you all the time. They have you on the phone all the time. They're seeing you all the time. They're exceptionally nice to you. They're exceptionally nice to the people around you in the beginning, okay? But another tool of the narcissist is mirroring, okay? This is also part of the love bombing. In other words, whatever you're into or whatever you like, the narcissist is going to mirror that. If you tell them you're a very religious person, they're going to say, oh, me too. I'm into that. Because what they want to do is they want to build that connection between the two of you so that, again, you are fooled and manipulated into thinking, you know, you have so much in common. A lot of them too will show their hand and they'll say something like, oh, you, we got a good connection going on here, don't we? Usually when somebody says something like that, okay, you're probably dealing with a shady narcissist because most people, when there is a good connection, they don't have to point it out. It's a good connection. You're dealing with a shady narcissist that's trying to you know, convince you that you have this wonderful connection so that you trust them. The goal and the tool of the narcissist in the beginning is to make you feel good, is to win you over, and to earn your trust. Because once they've got your trust, okay, then they know that you'll let things go or they'll get that supply that they're after, okay? I, I actually, when I dealt with a narcissist, he kept saying to me, uh, what do I have to do to make you trust me? He was so concerned in trying to convince me to trust him because he was after a supply, okay? And it was so obvious. And I said to him, I said, it's going to take time, okay? It's the beginning. I don't really know you. It's going to take time. And he hated to hear that. And he's like, well, what else do I have to do? And, you know, it was like the first three months. And I'm like, let's take it slow. They don't want to hear that either. Okay. That's another weapon you use against the narcissist is you tell them, let's take it one day at a time. They hate that. They hate that feeling of, you know, no stability in knowing that they don't have you locked down. Okay. Other tools of the narcissist, if you want to consider this as a tool, is to make you codependent on them. And they do that, like again, by doing everything for you and trying to get you to, you know, not, um, you know, not be independent. A tool of a narcissist, they don't want you to be independent because when you're independent, you won't need that narcissist and they can't control you. They can control you when you're codependent on the narcissist. So they want you dependent on them. And this is why they want you to sever ties with the other support systems that you have. That could be your friends, your family, your coworkers. That narcissist is going to talk poorly about them. First, the narcissist is going to try to win these people over and try to get them in their corner. But if they're not successful in that, they're going to want you to sever those ties and be like, don't talk about the relationship to anybody because they don't want anybody on the outside to point out that they are toxic, 
okay? So they're going to try to isolate you. This is another tool that they use. They isolate you so that everything is about the narcissist. They want you to focus completely on them, okay? That's why they don't like when you're independent and you're going out with other people, friends, and stuff like that. They don't want you to have a life. They want everything to be about them. Your focus is to be about them. So they're going to work in extremely hard in getting you to that point. And, you know, that's part of the grooming process to get you to the point where you're codependent on that narcissist so that when they gaslight you, because, you know, they're not going to tell you the truth about something, you're left with that cognitive dissonance and you don't know what's truth or not. And you don't have a support system to add ask because they've had you get to the point of cutting that off. Now, a big one, all right, when we talk about the tools of the narcissist is projection. And this is so important, you guys. When you're dealing with a narcissist, you've got to recognize the projection that they give. In other words, they'll talk about their exes. They'll say their ex was crazy. You know, if they're stupid, they say that, okay? Some of them are smart and won't tell you that. And they may even say, oh, my ex, you know, we got along good and everything because they know that you're, you're, you're sizing them up. But a narcissist, you know, some of them will say, you know, my ex was crazy. She cheated on me all the time. She was controlling. She was this and that. And that is projection a lot of times because that is them telling on themselves of what they did to their ex, Okay, And you'll know that in time when you study their behaviors, you'll say, oh, oh, no, it wasn't his ex. That was him because he's, look at how he's treating me. He's controlling, okay? He's somebody I can't trust. So he must have been talking about himself. So they project onto you. Now, the biggest thing and the reason that you will not be happy with a narcissist is because deep down, a narcissist is never fulfilled within themselves, Okay. Like I always talk about this, there's that black hole of emptiness within the narcissist. And what they will do is their unhappiness, them, you know, being miserable, that's going to be projected onto you. And how does that happen? In other words, let's say you're in a relationship with a narcissist and, you know, you're spending time with them and they always have a miserable face on, always have a miserable face on. Okay. Why? because they're unhappy underneath. So all that misery and unhappiness that they feel because they feel less than, they were maybe not validated as a child or they never felt fulfilled or loved, guess what? That's gonna be projected onto you because all of their anger and, and bitterness of you know their life or what they went through is going to come out and they're going to look for somebody to attack, okay? And they could either attack you attack somebody, you know, overtly if you're dealing with an overt narcissist or covert narcissist will do it in a passive aggressive manner by giving you the silent treatment, by ignoring you, by dismissing you, by, you know, giving you the cold routine, okay? This is their way of getting out all their anger onto you. Okay. It's emotional abuse, whatever. And, and a lot of times they'll do it not because you did something wrong. 
just because maybe they're pissed off about their life. Their life didn't even go the way they wanted it to go. But they'll not, they won't tell you that. Some of them, a covert narcissist will not tell you that. What they'll do is they'll take it out on you. That's why partners of narcissists, you know, they're a punching bag for that narcissist in a sense that they're going to get all that unhappiness that that person is feeling on, you know, projected onto them. And, and you see it because they'll pick on nit, they're nitpicky. Why did you leave the fork in the sink? Why did you park crooked in the driveway? Why, you know, why are you always, you know, late? Or why do I have to always wait around for you? Or why didn't you take the garbage out? They're fighting with you over petty shit, okay? And a lot of it has to do with control. They want to control the situation. They want to, you know, feel like they're in control. They're going to tell you they're the captain of the ship, all right? This is the way they command their, you know, respect is they're the captain. They're going to tell you you did something wrong. Or, you know, they're just doing it because maybe they're miserable because they're going to work every day. They're in a job they don't like. They maybe have a family that doesn't show them love. And guess what? They're going to take it out on you. Okay. This is the tool, the projection. They're going to project all their unhappiness onto you. Okay. The other thing you got to understand with projection is when you have conflict with a narcissist, what they're going to do is. They're going to flip the blame and they're going to project you as the problem. This is a key, you know, sign that you're dealing with a narcissist because they won't take accountability and they deflect. And I'm going to get into deflection in a minute as one of their tools. So they, you know, they're going to project the, like, if you accuse them of cheating, they're going to say, you're the cheater. Okay. You're the cheater, not me. You just don't have any trust. So they're going to, what they're doing is they're laying that seed of doubt in your mind saying, you know, maybe I am the problem, or they're going to say, you're the one who likes to fight, or you're the one who's all about drama when they're the ones who are all about drama, or they'll say something like, you don't let me get a word in edgewise when they haven't even stopped talking. Okay. <laughs> they, they're talking nonstop and then they accuse you of not letting them talk. Okay. So this is what they're doing. They're projecting themselves onto you. You've got to be able to recognize it. You've got to be sharp, okay? You've got to be focused when you're dealing with a narcissist so that you don't, you know, fall back into believing their BS. And the other tool of the narcissist is gaslighting, okay? That's another big one. Gaslighting is their way to talk out of, you know, ha having to take accountability for something, they're going to avoid the topic at hand. Again, it's more deflection and I'm going to get more into this. Okay. So they're going to gaslight you and they're going to confuse you. The whole point of gaslighting is to cause confusion in your brain so that you don't even know what's the truth anymore because they're confusing you with a lot of word salad. They're talking a good game. Okay. And the more they talk, and they go on and on, you more, the more you know they're full of shit, okay? Because when you ask somebody a question and they can't give you a straight yes or no answer and they have to go into a whole long explanation about things, 
then you know you're dealing with a bullshitter most of the time, okay? That's trying to confuse you, that's bringing in other details into the argument and is deflecting from answering that question directly. So recognize that, okay? That's more gaslighting. They're not answering yes and no. They're going on about other shit and they're not, you know, they're just trying to deflect and they'll bring up other topics so that you get off their back so that they don't have to, you know, take accountability and face shame. So these are more tools of the narcissist, okay? The word salad, the gaslighting, the amnesia of the narcissist. They're always saying, well, I don't remember that or I don't recall, okay? A lot of times you'll see this in court. You see people that get questioned on the witness stand and what's, what do they love to say? I don't recall. I don't recall. This is so, you have nothing to say about that because, you know, you can't say whether they recall or they don't recall. And that's where your common sense comes into play. Okay. If you know that this person remembers and it was a big issue and they're trying to pull the amnesia card, this is what covert narcissists do all the time. They play dumb or they say they don't remember. Once you see that, understand, I'm dealing with a shady narcissist. They're not going to own it. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to take accountability for it. I got to back up, back away from them, but I got them. Okay. I got them because they can't answer me directly. So, you know, you've got them when they can't answer the question. That's how you know that you're dealing with, you know, usually a shady narcissist because they won't answer directly. And now the other tool I want to bring up is deflection. Everything with a narcissist is to deflect off themselves. Okay. Deflect blame. They're going to, you know, oh, I hit the, I hit the, the tree with my car and it's the tree's fault for being there. The blame is always going to be because of something else, okay? Not because of the direct action of the narcissist. It's because something else caused the narcissist to do that. And this is how the narcissist justifies what they do. Oh, I cheated because I couldn't trust you. Oh, I cheated because everybody in this world cheats and everybody's corrupt and I've got to do what I've got to do or I'm going to be screwed over by somebody else. Or they cheat and they'll say something, you didn't show me enough attention. You didn't show me enough affection. This is another way for them to cause confusion because then you're sitting there and you're saying, well, maybe I didn't show them enough attention. Maybe I didn't show them enough affection. Whether you showed them enough attention or not has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they cheated, okay? They cheated because they wanted to cheat. They cheated because they chose to cheat. And whether you, whatever you may have done with the narcissist, whether you gave them affection, whether you fought with them has no, you know, bearing on the fact that that would justify them doing something like that. Or even if they're physical and they hit you or something, you're dealing with a malignant narcissist that, you know, you see this in court all the time, they hit you and they just try to justify and say, 
well, you know, you were, you were baiting me or, or you were, you know, you were relentless with your mouth or something like that. That's still no excuse for put it, putting your hands on somebody. Okay. Still no excuse. So don't let them get away with something like that. They've got to be responsible for their own behaviors and a narcissist isn't. All right. So that what they're going to do is everything is deflection. It's going to be your fault because you're the person closest to them and accusing them, or it's going to be somebody else's fault. They're going to draw somebody else in, all right? The other tool of the narcissist that I want to bring up real briefly is triangulation. And this is something that covert narcissists love, okay? This is their big tool is they'll say, well, even Aunt, Aunt Joan thinks you're crazy, or even the teachers think, you know, you're all about drama. They think by bringing in other people, it, it strengthens their argument. Like they're right because I'm not the only one because so-and-so thinks that, you know, you must be crazy. No, I don't care if a hundred people think that. That doesn't necessarily mean you're crazy. That means just that you're calling them out on something. And, and the, what they'll do is they'll deflect it and make you out to be crazy. Okay. And again, another tool of the covert narcissist is that reactive abuse. They'll blatantly drive you crazy to the point where you go, you, you do get emotional and you go crazy, you know, yelling and screaming or calling them out on something because they baited you and they triggered you. Okay. Because they flat out lied to you and it got you upset and it got you angry because they're treating you like a fool. They're treating you like a jerk and it got, and that would make anybody angry. And that brings my other point. Okay. Just because you get emotional, just because you get loud or you call somebody out on something does not make you a fucking narcissist. It makes you an angry person because you're being played with. But the narcissist is going to try to make you look like the crazy person to everybody else because you got your emotions into it, okay? That's why covert narcissists stay in control. They control their emotions because they want they feel that the strength is with the person who can control their emotions to the outside world, okay? Outsiders are going to see them in control and when you get all emotional, it makes you look unstable, even if you're justified for being emotional, because this person caused that kind of reaction in you by gaslighting and lying to you. You know, outsiders who don't know what's really going on are going to look at it from the outside and, and say, oh, you know, you must be crazy. Look how you're getting without really understanding that the narcissist had manipulated and triggered you, okay? So you want to try to stay in control no matter what comes out of that narcissist's mouth. You don't want to give it to them, okay? And you don't want to give them control over your emotions. The best defense against a narcissist is indifference. Show them that they are nothing. They're not important. Live your life. Be independent. Don't be relying on that narcissist for anything, okay? Realize that, you know what? They're just one person in billions of people on this earth. And, and they will not, you know, have that power over you. That's how you have to be. 
you had life before the narcissist and you'll have life after the narcissist. So you want to recognize all of these different kinds of tools of the narcissist, okay? The other thing they like to do when they've gotten comfortable with you is devalue you, okay? This is when they're starting to get tired of you and disgusted with you or you're not making them happy. See, what? why a narcissist hates you is because they think that you should be the source of their happiness. And when you're not, when you're not filling them up, which you will never do because nothing will ever satisfy that narcissist because they're completely empty inside, they're going to blame you for it. It's your fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Understand that. When you're dealing with a narcissist, it's always somebody else's fault. So if they can't take you know, ownership of something, that huge red flag, you guys. So these are all the tools of the narcissist to get what they want. You've got to distance yourself and not get too close to these people because they will drag you down into a pit of darkness, okay? Narcissists are about darkness. You know, they're not about the light. They're not about the truth. They're not about God. They don't have morals and values. So if they don't have morals and values, they can lie, cheat, steal, and kill in some cases. Why the fuck would you want to be around anybody like that? That is not somebody that is going to lift your life up. That is somebody that is going to drag you down with their toxicity, okay? And no matter who that narcissist is, you've got to distance yourself for your own mental peace. It's hard in the beginning because you may have had great times with that narcissist, but I trust me when I tell you, in time, it will get easier. Each day that you go no contact, it will get easier. The more you get involved in your own life and you have other people there, you know, supporting you, it will get easier. The more you educate yourself on narcissism and, and see this person for exactly who they are, they weren't who you thought they were, okay? And if you got to write that on a piece of paper, then so be it. Write it down. This person was not who I thought they were. This person was not who I thought they were. They were not loving, caring. They would not have my back. And you've got to say to yourself, thank God I got rid of them because if I got sick or I, I needed them, they would not be there for me, okay? I can never trust this person and you can never ever understand this, you guys, and this is crucial. Narcissists can be very nice at times and this is where they fool people. This is another tool of them, not only just in the beginning, even during the relationship, they could have periods where they could be very nice and even loving at times and then they run cold. And they, but understand they're doing that because they're trying to draw you back in because they see you pulling away or they're doing that because they want something out of you. It's motivated. Understand, it's motivated. It's not from the kindness and the goodness of their heart. They're cold-hearted people that are self-absorbed and it's all about them, okay? They are not your people. They are not your support system, okay? So I hope this helps you guys. If it does, Please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Have a great day, you guys.
If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that the Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp 123 and also on Instagram the game exp 123 okay and have a great day mm-hmm.